In 100 years, the BBC has given us so much. Just a minute. Fame Academy. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. The radio play, TV adaptation and prototype for Wikipedia. Top of the Pops. The Broom Cupboard. None of which were celebrated in Strictly's pan to recent basic telly. And welcome to episode five of series seven of the Keep Dancing podcast. I'm Ellie and I'm your host. Tonight I'm joined by Meg. Hello. Elliot. Hello, hi. Ariadne. Hello. Vicky. Hi. And AJ to engage in television themed mucking about. Honestly, it was like well basic though. It was like great British menu level basic telly. We're your 100% unofficial, <laughs> unexpurgated, unauthorized source of strictly come dancing analysis and opinions. We are not neutral. We're not always polite, but we are willing to give a new theme week a chance before tearing it to shreds. If you'd like to get in touch with us, email us at keepdancingpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at keepdancingpod. Um, honestly, call me a TV hipster, but good grief. Well, at least it only comes around every one, once every 100 years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, humanity may not survive. I didn't think I would hate it. Like, everyone was being very harsh about it in the lead up. And I thought, you know, this could be all right. You know, I'm, I'm a BBC, you know, nerd. I love, all, I love what they do. I was willing to give it a chance. But I think after, I think that opening routine where they, um, they mashed in as many BBC stars um, as they could, I, I was not on board. Um, and they even brought in Naga Manchetti, my absolute favourite, who's, you know, strictly ambassador number one. Swing and a miss. I, like, it's hard to, put my finger on what exactly went wrong but I think a lot of it boils down to TV themes are not designed to make you stand up and move, they're designed to keep you sitting down Exactly. Yeah, you also only ever hear them for 10 or 20 seconds a 90 second theme tune goes on for a little bit yeah we uh, we, we saw some super rare middle eights last night Oh yes, like <laughs> standard quality theme. ones. <laughs> There's never been a theme tune I've thought to. I've kind of thought like, oh, I want to dance that, or that I dance to. I think, uh, yeah, there must have been better ones than the ones that I got. Like, and, like they seems like there's no like reference to any game shows or anything. Like, and the BBC, from what I remember, had a lot of like Saturday night game show TV. And there was none of that last night either, which I found bizarre. We could have had Hans Zimmer's uh, Meisterwork, the theme tune to Going for Gold. Yes. Or, yes. or, or hear me out, Record Breakers. A okay, jive? one for the kids. A jive? Yes. <laughs> we, we, we could have had a couple's choice rave to Bill Bailey's remix of the News at 10. All of these, all of these... I would have put through in the production meeting ahead of some some of the items that we were treated to last night. But did they even have to um, do it in the way, like with the theme tunes? I was thinking, could they not have just, um, I don't know, got back every stri- as many Strictly winners as they could to do like a big montage or as many people associated with Strictly as possible to do some kind of celebration that way? It just, I didn't... I didn't think the theme tunes were a necessary component. Yeah. Even, like, the props the were like, based around it. That would have been fine enough. Yeah, the, the music is where the biggest issue was. But I think like the red flag was there when you had Claudia not even be able to shake a football for three seconds without peeling over and going, this is stupid. <laughs> yes, I think, it was so I think like, that was like the highlight of my evening. Like Tess is really going for it. And it's Claudia's just like, this is silly, isn't it? <laughs> Mm. Um, I, you know, the existing lineup of theme weeks is quite stale and I can see them being tempted to 
like try another one and the reason that we've ended up with the sort of the stable two theme weeks that we have is because Three. oh i don't count halloween as a theme week why don't i count halloween as a theme week <laughs> I, I don't know because every week clearly is clearly a week. theme week. <laughs> <laughs> every week is just as terrifying. Maybe I'm so spooky around Halloween that I just think of Halloween week as normal. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, I think we'd better start mashing this up. Dancing the Charleston, asking Shep to get down and getting on the wrong side of Lulu. It's Helen Skelton and her partner Gorka. When, like, this was, uh, if I'd have known at the start of the evening that this was as good as it was going to get. It felt like your typical safe opener. Like, it wasn't too ambitious. It wasn't horrifying. It wasn't like, oh, wow. And then when you fast forward two hours, this is top of the leaderboard. You kind of go, oh, really? <laughs> it, it was certainly the most, one of the most successful mashing up of theme and dance. But that doesn't mm. say a lot. It had the Mike Oldfield electric guitar middle eight of uh, the little sailor's hornpipe there. And I just... I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm. A little, I, I, I like it whenever there's a bit of a shred in a Strictly routine. <laughs> I did wonder if they were going to throw in a Last Night of the Proms uh, bit as well, because they, uh, they use Pinnacle Bill or whatever, the Sailor's Hornpipe in that. It involves a lot of up and down and up and down and up and down uh, in the Royal Hall. Um, uh, I just... I. I I think like a lot of the routines, a theme will be like props, the uh, the props, extended prop sections which nobody wanted. Like I would much but, oh, rather. Oh, what a prop have... section Helen had! Oh God, the the the, the googly eyed ball! It will haunt my dreams. <laughs> like bootleg Kirby. It is like <laughs> yes. quite um. A thing to do, like throwing stuff backwards and forwards on live TV. Like that yep. was good. Um, although I think Tony did throwing and catching better. Uh, <laughs> but but like I, I mean, can't believe I'm com- I can't believe I'm comparing the quality of the throwing and catching in a dance based <laughs> light entertainment show. <laughs> like we, I'm we not marking junior PE. <laughs> I mean, it was it was fun. Like, there's a lot of armography which you nailed, which is quite good. Um, yeah, it was nice. But like, I have to agree with what Vicky said on um Twitter last night. When they really like hyped up like this sexy woman and all this lot, and then last night they put her in some dungaree overalls, and then they said she was a revelation. It's like make up your mind. Do you want it to be like the every woman or like this sexy woman? Like, they can't seem to make up their mind what they want from Helen. Yeah, if I if I may continue my sexy woman rant, um, yeah, they spent four weeks trying to be <laughs> Helen is beautiful and confident, and look at her being a mother of three and just nailing it on her own, and and is like, yeah, your best dance is a dungarees Charleston to Blue Peter. Congrats, here you go. <laughs> you'll, you'll never leave your first job behind, Helen Skelton. Destroying the narrative. No, yeah. it had the it had the Helen problem though of being like I am doing all of the actions, uh, like with extreme skill, but it just like it doesn't feel like she's dancing a hundred percent yet. No. Yeah. No, she's still. It's still just still too clean and nice for lack of a better word like it's just it's just inoffensive i just want more from her like we said last week like she had a moment in the past so to really sort of break out and she didn't so it's all just a bit too tidy at the minute i just wanted to really sort of like just go wild and you think for charleston that'd be your time to so i'm wondering will she ever be able to 
Um, well, she has all of her party Latin that she's going to pull a little embarrassed face while she does no. remaining. Her salsa, her samba. She's not done a jive yet. I think she could do a good jive. And especially if she just looks mm. completely unbothered while she's doing, like, perfect kicks and flicks. I would be impressed by that. Dancing the tango and risking being sent back in time as soon as he adopts proper hold. It's Tyler West and his partner, Diane. Um, I, I, feel, I feel my graduate season coming on. I, I, it started to brew last night. I love when they get somebody to dance to a nerd property who is like not bothered at all about the nerd property. <laughs> but he I got a torch. It. He did kiss <laughs> He had his little torch at the beginning. He was so excited. Do you think he'd like Torchwood better? <laughs> oh. No. 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 no Apologise. Apologise. <laughs> <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, if only the X-Files had been a BBC co-production and then he could have had one of those really big incandescent 90s jobs. Oh my god, sorry, I've just realised what could have been on, because it was a co-production. They could have had due south. Oh, <laughs> we could have had a mountie. <laughs> but Diane's not Canadian. Um... For one night only, Diane is Canadian. <laughs> she's, she's been a monkey. Yeah, Diane is a mountie. That would make as much sense as this. Um... <laughs> I think the right. best thing about it was the CGI weeping angels. There, I said it. Yes, that was the that was like the one time where I've gone. Oh, that was actually quite good use of the AR. And then I slapped myself on the hand. And that's the only time that will happen this series. I think that's probably because they could email to like uh, the part of BBC Studios drama that has the weeping angels assets already rendered on their hard drive and say, "Can we have some <laughs> weeping angels, please?" He's not going to get criticised. But- is he? He's never going to get criticised because his his tango wasn't great last night. I felt his I felt he's too tall. Like he was le- leaning over Diane. I felt his footwork was a bit stompy and his hold wasn't brilliant. But they just talk about with such revelation. And then like even like last night, he just seemed to be taking all. It's almost like I don't want to say smug. That's the wrong word. But it's all like yeah, I am great sort of thing. Like he's really sort of like losing that. Um, I don't want to say shock factor. That's the wrong word. But like he doesn't. He didn't seem as grateful last night about the good positivity he was getting. Um, I don't know why, but it just kind of like left a sour note with me. Mm. Yeah, it was really odd that Anton sort of like said it constantly felt on the verge of falling apart and then like said that that was a good thing. And I was like, is it? Yeah, because (laughs) our vibes based sort of way of judging a routine is, do I feel comfortable and like happy to watch it? Am I drawn into it? Or, like, do I feel like I'm about to witness an accident at work? Like, that would be bad vibes. <laughs> Have you been yes. injured in a TARDIS accident that wasn't your fault? <laughs> well, he was. was he was like... fumigated. <laughs> like, when he came, came stumbling back out of the TARDIS, kind of going... <coughs> <laughs> like... The whole thing with the Weeping Angels is that you can't look at them. And I thought that they could have done a lot with that in the routine that would have been quite interesting and sort of effective. And like the judges said, it would have given them moments of to, like, stop and give breathing space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they... What, like, the AJ and Medusa, which they threw out the window last year. I think it's also, it's quite interesting because this, I think, is one of the few routines where Diane doesn't look like Diane. Oh, she looked like Aliona. Which is weird. Uh, also, don't look up what Aliona's doing now. Oh, we, wanna... uh, like, I'm going to get one of those big silence guys from Doctor Who to come and zap uh, any mention of Aliona out of this section. <laughs> Steering wildly back to Diane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, noti- <laughs> I noticed in the results show she looked incredibly anxious and worried and um when they went down to the last two to be called through and i think because she's got past that week four 
nemesis of hers and she's got someone who can actually dance i think she's putting a lot of pressure on herself um but i did just want to be like girl it's just strictly <laughs> it's okay it's not even your main job anymore diane yeah i was gonna say youtube doesn't care they really didn't this week though the numbers were mm. oh yeah yeah the, the numbers were low for the algorithm did not push the videos um, on, a, on a Sunday morning when I'm writing the intros, I like to uh, put YouTube on like auto to see what the algorithm is pushing for me. And it was basically like every time I put a week five dance on, it would be like, you want to watch Hamza's salsa next, right? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. And, I like, always want to watch Hamza's salsa. <laughs> yes. Sometimes I've got something to do, but sometimes I also want to watch Hamza's salsa. Anyway, um, so uh, unfortunately, like Chris Chibnall's series as of Doctor Who, this Doctor Who routine, it was just sort of there. Dancing the Jive and winning the 2022 Most Upsetting Wig Award, it's Fleur East and her partner Vito. Oh, I don't know. That wig. That wig was cursed. There is not going to be a worse wig than that all series. If there's a worse wig than nope. that. I mean, it had some stiff competition in this episode, but, but that wig is still scuttering around. Uh, Alfred Studios as we speak <laughs> he hated that wig and that wig hated him they were fighting <laughs> also fighting was Fleur and that jive I have never seen somebody attempt to kick a jive to death <laughs> and almost succeeding <laughs> yeah the, the, like, it wasn't even just like over exuberance it was like a violent jive it was calculated. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it's like, Vito's told me to really attack and go for this, so here I go. Um, also, like, if we're going to do Eurovision and avoid cursed wigs, can we not just do the other basic thing, which is just do a couple of choice of Euphoria, and they can just recreate the staging of that if they want to be extra basic? Just get some contemporary left. Oh, but they'll be both put in Lorene wigs. Uh, I'm afraid it wouldn't oh, be God, Euphoria, yeah. Elliot. It wouldn't be Euphoria. It would be the. It would be from a BBC produced Eurovision. So, Brotherhood of Man. Uh, that wasn't hosted Ooh, in the no. UK. No. So, like the no. reason why they were doing the ABBA one is because that was the BBC producing the show in Brighton. Yeah. Mm. Mm. As well as it being like the the Eurovision song that people know, um, so like we we got what we got, and I think the the costumes were creditably ABBA in that you could definitely get your seventy Swedish tax rebate because they wouldn't be street wearable. They uh, they were certainly, hopefully, flame retardant. Uh, those trousers were really upsetting me because every time she was doing kicks and flicks, I thought she was going to start a fire on just that synthetic <laughs> material. You've got to be careful. Ev Dear me. Everything from the waist down was horrifying. Like the the <laughs> the gapping on the sides, the the gaiters. I, I don't know what was... It was all very upsetting. Something about, <laughs> something about the whole thing was reading pirate to me. And I think it was pirate. Pirate <laughs> I think it. I think it was entirely down to the belt. Um, I think that the sort of the the roominess of the leg of the trouser, like there's there is something a little bit piratical about like an ABBA wide waistband and vol voluminous trouser combo. It's like it doesn't not give pirate. And a little, uh, and a leg of mutton sleeve. Mm. The seventies. Mm. I'm just so glad she didn't have to. I'm, I'm glad she didn't make it into the dance off, because I do want to think how much she how she would have kicked it to go. death in the dance off. <sighs> she would have defeated it once and for all. Think of having to go out in that outfit. That's not dignity. <laughs> I was worried for Fleur. Uh, like in in the sort of the shruggy voting advisory, I did say that Fleur and Molly probably needed more votes, 
but I'd already mm. nailed my colours to the Tony and Ellie's ma- uh, mast. <laughs> um, uh, but mine were Ellie and Fleur, so... I don't, I don't know how much longer they can prop Fleur up if she's going to do this. She was running almost on borrowed time because I saw, like, obviously Vicky made a point about her technique being a bit weak last week. And last night I saw it a lot more. Like, although there was a lot of energy, she gave those kicks a real good go. She was quite stormy and there were some elements which it is lacking refinement because there is just so much energy that she needs to dial it back within the next two to three weeks. Otherwise, they're going to really if, come after If you were Vito, what would you do? I think if I were Vito, I would be like, right, we're going to do the waltz and we're just going to do it dance themed and we're just going to get the technique right. But Vito's not going to do that. And also, nobody's going to just do a dance themed waltz on Halloween. I I worry. I do worry because mostly I don't think she's here for the long haul. But I would like her to go out with dignity. And poor Vito. I would at least like her to get to Blackpool. Yeah, that would be nice. How many more weeks are there to Blackpool? One, two, three. Three? Three or so? I don't know. Like I thought I thought she was I think she's possibly a victim of me and maybe the public having high expectations. But it was just really nice to see perennially rumoured UK Eurovision representative Fleur East saying that she was like, enjoy it. She enjoyed Eurovision and that she liked it. (laughs) I know she was just saying that for the TV, but it made me happy. (laughs) Dancing the foxtrot, but not quite achieving that. The bubble is in the fridge level of emotional (laughs) intensity. It's James By and his partner, Amy. (laughs) Get out of my podcast. The the, the top of this tacky-ass gown, I'm sorry. Did I find every spare fabric scrap they had and just glued it to the corset? The skirt was lovely, but the the top of this. Also, I believe a Cat Slater vibe would require much more animal print than floral disaster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, I... Yeah. Where was the leopard print, Vicky? Why could she not just have a full, like, a full leopard print foxtrot gown? I think that's like well within DSI's they, capabilities. They they've done it before. Olive's had a leopard print brickset dress when she did like her to I want to be just like you with Steve Bachtel. I'm sure she did as like a leopard print front and back panel. Like, oh, when they didn't it. just when they didn't force people into onesies. Who watched that last night? That gets my that gets my money. Um, EastEnders fans. But the thing is, he has all of the EastEnders cast telling people to vote for him. Yeah, like this season, I am I'm really starting to see like blue ticks telling the public to vote for their blue tick mates mm. in a microcosm mm. of our current media landscape um james amy still here um why <laughs> somehow doing why, doing quite a long explanation about how sometimes they have a sad version of the music at the end if somebody's died fascinating <laughs> I liked that they called him out first because I feel like they were almost trolling the audience or trolling us, maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and the the, um, the dance started with the, the, well, I'm not, I don't watch EastEnders a lot, but um, dance started with the music I wasn't so familiar with and then like transformed into like, you know, the bit that's familiar to everyone. And that was just as the dance got really bad. <laughs> it was like this like, <laughs> building up and then just no. <laughs> I liked the bit at the beginning where just after they like tore de force acting, they like got like almost stuck in the back corner of the ballroom. Like it was like just around the side of the pub and they seemed to like get stuck there for a little bit. It was really <laughs> odd. Oh, where, where they had their encounter with the wobbly lamppost. The Natalie yes, Comedy Memorial like, wobbly lamppost. That, but like after that, they were behind <laughs> the lamppost, just like milling about in the corner. <laughs> 
for a while. <laughs> but hey, it turns out we've got a medium-sized Queen Vic prop in the warehouse. <laughs> and how, when are they going to use that again? I think that was a poor investment. <laughs> Unlike the gold palm trees really that you are never going to have a series of... A series of EastEnders-themed dancers would finish me off. Please don't I mean, do surely, it. I mean, surely the this is where the AR would have been the appropriate use for the pub. I don't think they could have done it because you can't stand in f- front of the AR. True. Yeah. Yeah. You can't stand in front of it because it's not really there. Anyway, uh, so with this foxtrot, James experienced... A points failure. (laughs) (laughs) And yet... Brutal! (laughs) And yet managed to escape the dance-off. So we can be sure that when he reminds people he's from EastEnders, he can get himself well out of the uh public uh, out of the dance-off regions uh, who who was it who put that side by side of it's happening again like amy had the exact same expression when she got knocked out with tom fletcher like that sort of like glassy smile of i'm gonna punch you <laughs> like you you could see like because uh, it, it did give that vibe of oh amy you've tried to be too high art here and this is crashing down around you hasn't it this is where we say goodbye isn't it elliot in but what way really... please explain to me how a, that was Amy trying to be high art. Because in what other world do you see someone twirling around the right lamppost outside the Queen Vic? <laughs> oh, are you suggesting this was Amy doing magical realism EastEnders? <laughs> I don't know. I just know whatever it was, I wasn't a fan. That's all I know. It, it was very it, much theatre so... kid Amy back and forth. Mm. EastEnders but the music. He's so upright. He's so upright in his dancing, he's so stiff in his back, he needs to relax. It's almost like he like freezes and like goes into panic mode and that's why it looks so awkward because I think he feels awkward. He needs to relax and let go, otherwise he's gone. But like what I know it's Halloween week next week, so what sort of like sad trope card is he gonna play this? Uh, maybe he'll be the person who gets the whole head wolfman mask for Halloween week. Dignity and a wolf mask. The way that the judges' critiques went, it did feel like the show was done with them. Yeah, it mm. definitely felt like someone was leaving the beer cellar door open. Just unfortunately, <laughs> somehow he managed not to fall down it. He cartwheeled over the glittery trap door. Okay, right. Limited appetite. We continue. Dancing a pasodoble that is one of the least harmful things ever to come from The Apprentice. It's Ellie Simmons and her partner Nikita. One of the shows that's done more damage than any other TV show. Mm. Certainly by continuing not... to uh, give Alan Sugar airtime. Yes. It's launched yeah. a lot of fascists. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, oh, but nicely. It was uh, lovely to see Ellie and Nikita prancing around dramatically to Montagues and Capulets. It, it was their outfit. It was almost dance themed. Yeah, they sort of abandoned the apprentice side of it ten minutes in. I did like the medium prop table just to dance on. That was a nice touch. I mean, illegal lift aside. I think that was a. Co- Why do we suddenly quite... care about illegal lifts now? Why? <laughs> For like the last two years, we've gone. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like illegal lifts are normally quite flagrant, but I think this was Nikita playing an absolute blinder because um, nobody wants to see the judges being mean to our lovely Nikita and our lovely Ellie over something that looked so beautiful and that we enjoyed. So I think that was Nikita going. I think that the amount of people that will vote for us on the strength of us being picked on for this is going to be more valuable than any points that Shirley might, like, have a snit and dock. (laughs) It's all glittery 3D chess. (laughs) We don't have 4D here. We've not paid for the subscription. (laughs) 
All the all the money went on the AR. Well, at least he didn't have a big AR Allen sugar. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> oh god. Um, well, I, actually, I was quite alarmed at the end when his voiceover came in. I didn't like that. No. Yeah, that was a bit of a juxtaposition. It's like, like someone like lent on the mic too early or something. Christ. <laughs> oh yeah, this is Apprentice themed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause I'm sure somebody's done uh, just a paso to, or possibly a tango to Montagues and Capulets before, just dance themed. They have, yeah. Can I can I can I be a geek? Yes, please. It was James and Camilla's Paso Doble series three. Oh. I didn't look it up. I promise. I just knew. <laughs> well, I'm gonna look it up. There might have been another one in there, like that I took less notice of. No, I think routine-wise, this was definitely one of the better ones of the evening, um, mainly because of he's just eating the briefcase beam out the window as quickly as he could. Uh, Ellie looked gorgeous. I loved that um, fancy dress she had on. I think the colours really suited her as well. And like, I think, yeah, it was probably her strongest dance for composition. Like, she's definitely the one I'm seeing like the most improvement in week on week. Even if the scores don't always reflect it, I can definitely see she is improving. Yeah, it's interesting you say the scores don't reflect it because um, I for me she's kind of plateauing and lacking a bit of power. So. I'm not like she's not someone I'm paying a huge amount of attention to, but for me, she's kind of just stayed the same. But maybe that's not entirely fair. I'll have to review it. I think she's performing more. Um, like, I think if, if we went back and got her to do a week one dance again with the performance experience she's got now, it would be better. But I like I don't know what it would take for them to give her high thirties. Mm. I think she's had a good lineup of dancers too, where she can like show different tone and different style. Whereas some of the others mm. have kind of had it's become a little bit repetitive. Yeah, yeah, she's had a better mix where some people have just had the front loaded really fast party dances or whatever. She's had a really good mix. I also really uh appreciated Nikita's adaptations for the height difference mm. in the Paso. Mm. Like the 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 knee walks and things give them such a lot of different options for just sort of like changing the elevation uh between them. Ariadne. I was just gonna say and I like that Motsi sort of like commended them for that and said like they're creating dancers that only they could dance. And it's like just showing that he's making the right decisions about how to incorporate and adapt routines for El for Ellie. Dancing a couple's choice and continuing the show's unbroken run of putting a gal in school uniform, it's Molly Rainford and her partner Carlos. Stop it, Strictly. Stop yeah. doing it. this. Adults oh, school uniform is so grim. I don't like Shirley's comments in this because she picked on Carlos in this and I don't think that was fair. She was criticising Carlos's choreography Whereas Carlos all week has been saying it is the first time I am doing this. So you've got two novices in this style doing their best. And then Carlos has been picked on by a judge and been made to give the blame. And I've just seen in the last 20 minutes, Molly's put like her post on on Instagram. And that she has actually apologised to Carlos for feeling like he, he's let him down for being in the dance off. Which is really sad when it, they were just backed into a corner. And I felt they did a very good job with an impossible situation and it feels very unfair that a 21 year old girl's gonna make you feel she's let her partner down. I don't even know what style this was meant to be. Uh, who do we know who did this? Was it that guy who's Kevin's mate? Um, I'm not sure. I know Carlos did mention who it was. So let me have a quick look. Um, yeah, Tommy Franson. <laughs> yeah, the, those ones, his... <laughs> Street dance routines are generally not good. Oh, was it meant to be street dance? <laughs> I don't yeah, it was was that really what possibly. it was meant to be? My God. Really? <laughs> it, it's not good. I Could you not tell from the wildly of... moving arms and legs? <laughs> and also the way that Dave Arch had his breakdown in the middle. No, I assumed it was some sort of theatre. It was a it was a musical theatre prop heavy 
a sort of filtration of very safe street commercial stuff. I think when you're doing a routine, and even the pro is not a pro at this genre, like they need to be <laughs> taking stock because it, it, it shows really badly. Um, like my other yeah. half walked in halfway through this dance and said, who's the professional? Like, not because mm. Molly was particularly good, yeah. but because it was just a bit weird. Um, and, uh, yeah, of course, there's there's the old narrative around Sylvia Young and my parents remember Grange Hill. <laughs> ah. Yeah, yeah. was Molly oh, even no, alive? This because this was from from when my parents were children. And, Molly. like, I think... <laughs> I could hear a lot of hearts just slam shut when she was doing that. <laughs> Molly, as a millennial, uh, can I advise you, never say these things ever again. Yeah, <laughs> But, like, can you even dance to the Grange Hill theme tune? Like, is there a way to actually dance to it? Because I'm not entirely sure there is. I think it's like a sort of a scar dance involving doing your braces. Something like that. It's a weird middle. It's a weird middle tempo, and I think that's what Moxie was trying to say. Like you could like almost like fall back into it and like relax the movements, or like double time it and hit it sharper, which is more of what they did in the dance off. It looked a lot more sharper. Um, it was better. Yeah, that's thing. It's this weird middle tempo, which is like just hard to really like make look dynamic. They did what they could. I just felt sorry that Carlos and the dancer so not once but twice he got slammed in the face of mashed potato. Like he doesn't deserve that. Bad. It was just it was just it was just weird choices all around for this. I don't know why they happened. I really, I've just, I just, I just wish they hadn't. Yes, yeah. I just wish that they could have nice things for Molly. <laughs> yeah, because like they'd already got Helen representing children's programming. So they could have let Molly, I don't know, dance to self-esteem and represent Jules Holland or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not I having mean, Jules I... Holland on Strictly. No. Banning this. <laughs> I would have just like been sitting at a medium-sized prop piano and they could have just spun him around. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Dancing a quick step and displaying the distressing undressing behaviour of severe hypothermia, it's Hamza Yassin and his partner Yavita. Another one would have been quickly yeeted out the window because there wasn't much feeling to it. It was just, here's some coats. Right, they're off, let's go. (laughs) That was about the least theming that the producers would let you get away with, I reckon. Some AR that you can ignore because you can't see it and some silly coats that you're going to take off and then become a representation of the spirit of the wild. <laughs> the spirit of the wild. They look like security guards. And a bedazzled cameraman's fist. Judging from uh, the Sunday night results yes. show thing, I think giving DSI the prompt of the spirit of the wild is dangerous and we shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, the dance yes. was, was beautiful. It was lovely. I did not mind this at all. I... Like, I keep hearing about Imagine Dragons as a band. Um, and, like, I assumed that it was all, like, quite aggressive, like, electro rock. Uh, and so I was quite pleased when it turns out that it's a sort of a vaguely pastoral, actually suitable for a quick step, uh, little little ditty. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, it's. I don't think it was one of Hamza's best dancers, even though it's ended up at the top of this week's eh, of a leaderboard. Um, but it's 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 there, it's strong enough. And I think the key aspect was that the judges are giving him finalist critiques. Mm. I think the natural dance ability is, is just so clear to see now though. It, it doesn't need to be a best dance because that's still more than enough. And that combined with how pleasant he is and well this was just such like a palate cleansing routine after all the like horrific stuff that came earlier <laughs> it was just it was just nice and, yeah <laughs> um yeah big fan yeah he's he's always a delight and he always just looks so surprised when he gets a nice feedback and i just stand a humble king it feels nice to watch them dance yes exactly 
there was some social media stuff indicating that he's been taking backstage candidates and I think that's probably going to be a nice treasure trove of uh, like really characterful good intimate shots for this year's Strictly cast if he if he shares them about I will buy that coffee table book but is there much you can say about this other than it didn't make it, it made me feel nice as opposed to several other routines this evening which made me which did not make me feel nice yeah it was a perfectly serviceable dance uh within the horrifying confines of this theme. Uh, to which I cling to like a polar bear on a sad iceberg in an increasingly melty world. Dancing a tango which gave Rasusiani her biggest TV credit in years. It's Ellie Taylor and her partner Johannes. I hate how much I love this. How how did she make Scrub sexy? How? Oh, oh my god, sexy scrubs. I, I'm uh, that shoulder I'm roll. Glad that they. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen they've named the mannequin? I'm glad that they they found something that let them absolutely clown it up. I I did love that that opening. Like, and also, like, just putting a lampshade on the fact that it's a mannequin. I liked that. Yes. <laughs> well, it was that mannequin. or Neil Jones lying in the bed. Um. So, so it turns out you can sort of do a tango to the casualty theme, like, without straining yourself. No, it seemed to work um, quite well. And she's definitely improving, Um, which is nice to see. And yeah, the fact they've named the mannequin as well, like that opening was just so camp. But because I think they went so far with it and they almost like leaned like, we know how silly this is, I think that's what made people love it. It's like, we shouldn't like this, but they're aware of it as well. So it's brilliant. It's like they're in on the jokes. Well, after all of the other routines, which had tried to get away with some pretty absurd stuff with a straight face, I think just highlighting how weird the whole theming dealio was. Oh, it was gorgeous. Them. Mm. Also that eye makeup. Mm. I'd be slightly Highly alarmed pigmented. if I came round from a tragic accident to find my nurse slash surgeon had that much eye makeup on. I was doing a sort of insouciant shoulder roll in my general direction. Mm. But do you know what it made me think of a lot more than it made me think of Casualty? It made me think of Green Wing and it made yes. me think of Dark Place. Do you have a Rengi theme week wrong, you carry? channels, I think. To... <laughs> yeah, I know we're not going to do a Channel 4 <laughs> theme should. week, but... Yeah. <laughs> oh God, can you imagine, like, street commercial to the countdown theme? I know Michelle Gomez is busy, but I would quite like to see her on Strictly. Oh, yes. <laughs> Um, she would be great fun. Um, Ellie and Jojo. What? So we reckon that they are on an improvers track, um, and the show is allowing them to be improvers. Because, like, you can't just improve without the show allowing that. Mm. Yeah, like, given all like the black word faffing at the beginning, I thought like this is going to get absolutely slaughtered. But the fact they all seem to really like it and lean into it and maybe go, oh, maybe they are like realizing this is what they're going to do and they want them to stay in. Because normally something like that would get, you know, slightly pulled apart, but it didn't. Like, like I will never get over the, the line of Jojo saying, how are we going to save this fake mannequin's life? Like, that just kills me. Well, I think you've got to you've got to underline that they're not actually being uh, irresponsible while uh, being medical practitioners, and that they're not real doctors actually. Dancing with Charleston and disappointing all by failing to beat anyone about the bottom with any publication. It's Jade Adams and her partner Karen. Let's start with the it... cursed wig. <laughs> yeah. I, I... If you 
so she's gone on basically an unbroken run of getting tier one. I requested this songs uh, until finally she's got one that like didn't quite connect with the public and the hubris as hoister. Um, it, it also didn't help that the Charleston basically flatlined. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, they pretty comprehensively desecrated the, the legacy of an excellent comedian, frankly. Oh, hang on. I think I've got something here. Vandalism. <laughs> <laughs> Cultural vandalism. I should not be drinking when you play the Scott <laughs> It just didn't work. Like, it, it could have, but for whatever reason, it didn't land this routine like and i've been quite neutral to all of jade's routines like none have been bad but none i've ever been to go back and really watch and enjoy does that sense i just feel like there isn't any like televote power in that sort of restrain and then i think that's how she's fallen into the dance off and you know she's now just gone space on social media and said i'm fine i'm booked i'm all this and it's kind of amazing, like for someone who's such a super fan you seem very fine of being like going and just being like, well, I've still got loads of gigs coming up, so it's absolutely fine. I don't really care almost. Almost as if she wasn't a fan. I did kind of worry that was going to happen when she... <laughs> we know she is, mm. but she is because she's gone on it takes two and she's been very vocal about it, so I don't discredit that. Like... Well, she's happy to be booked on the Friday panel, and I don't know whether that's the same as being a committed fan. I think theming aside, what this always was going to have a problem with was obtaining swivel in tennis shoes any time you're trying to obtain swivel in little non-marking tennis shoes it is just twice as hard to get half as much swivel and that removes your charleston character from the routine <laughs> the actual dance content she did was quite poor like the swivel aside just the footwork generally and I think it's probably the routine where she's done the least movement um, mm. and was, yeah, it was getting by on the, well, relying on the comedy and slapstick element, I think. And Karen was doing a lot of the, a lot of the dancing around her. I'd never actually, I looked at the comments on her YouTube video and they were, they were really quite critical, which I wasn't expecting, um, but it just really didn't connect with people. Mm. Yeah, I think it also didn't help that, like, the instrumental kind of drowned out the lyrics a lot. So, like, if you're going to do that very slapstick thing, you've kind of got to be able to know what the song is saying so that it matches up. And it just, it it was a bad arrangement for me. And if you are, if you're not a comedy nerd, like, if you're just a general audience person, you don't have word recall on Let's Do It. Mm. Also, it's not a theme song. So... That's true. Oh, yeah, well, this was the other thing. This was the other thing. Like, uh, some people got theme tunes, some people got songs related from, related to, and this was uh, representing all of mm. BBC comedy. You can imagine her mm. throwing her throwing her weight around in a production meeting, can't you? Being like, I'm getting the Victoria Wood song. Like, I can imagine <laughs> this. She's left a massive hole in British comedy. <laughs> oh, she regretted that as soon as she said it. I'll tell you what this reminded me of was um, when Michelle Visage did her Vogue routine to um, mm. the, the Madonna Vogue routine in Blackpool because she was so passionate about it and kind of really built it up. And then no one really got the reference and it bombed and then she went home. And I feel like this was Jade's passion project. And again, people just didn't quite get it. I don't think it was quite the right, um, I'm making a generalization, but I don't think it's quite the right era for like most Strictly watchers. Um, I don't think we'd yeah. have known what this was. I'm trying to think what like comedy thing you could have had. Um, and like, Hopefully, like people would have shot down the idea of doing Dad's Army. I feel like, but like they they had a go at doing Only Fools and Horses, and that came out <laughs> cursed. They've done um, <laughs> they've done Morecambe and Wise in the past as well. Yeah, mm. and they'd already got Bring Me Sunshine yeah. in the show. 
So then they would have been left with, have I got news for you, Jive? Red Dwarf American Smooth. Do it, cowards. Cowards. Or, or like a sort of a gentle contemporary to half the world away representing the royal family. Ooh, Which, that could have been cute. I, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, so I feel like, yeah, Jada's tier one song request her way, requested her way out of the competition. In a cursed wig. And I feel... I feel bad that anybody got uh, evicted in those wigs. Oh, Karen's poor elimination outfits the last two years have been a bit tragic. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was in the Macarena outfit last year. Oh, oh God, yeah. God, I hope yes. that wasn't um, Karen's last series. I have a feeling mm. it is. I just got the, just the vibe of how they're sort of talking about Jade's journey through the competition. It just felt like it was, I don't know, leading up to Karen exiting. Yeah, I got oh. that feeling. Mm. Which would be a shame well, if she left yeah. this season. Yeah. I, I feel like there's like one more really fierce season in her. Maybe. Dancing the Viennese waltz, and yes, somehow contriving to add erotic grit to a waltz involving lanyards. It's Will Meller and his partner Nancy. <laughs> it's a lanyard tucked into his waistcoat. Sexy lanyards. I love them together. <laughs> oh, they are—they're a delight. I'm, and I'm glad. I'm glad he's managed to uh, get that bug sorted with his Barocca red balls. <laughs> oh, the thought. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought the choreography in this was really clever and I think Nancy deserves a lot of kudos for it lovely storytelling very lovely yeah. storytelling and very nice kind of genre mix in a way it almost felt kind of Paso-ish for most of yeah it. I thought that are we saying a theme worked? <laughs> yes surprisingly <laughs> I think the theme worked because it allowed Will to do his acting, which we enjoy and we like to see him smouldering into the camera. <laughs> we really do. We're thirsty that, that for gift. more Will content. So whoever is scheduling, sexy Halloween Will, do it now. Yeah. Can my, we have? I don't want to put my heating on. Breaches. Can we have breaches, please? Oh. <laughs> but oh. only if it doesn't come um, with a cursed wig. No well, they put Ali no. in a BDSM harness last year. <laughs> yes. like, they, they're going to give us a, they're going to give us some sort of Halloween present. It might be Vito's turn with the uh, family friendly BDSM harness. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could only have gotten away with this sort of Paso Viennese fusion in a theme week, where mm, you're allowed definitely. to take nearly a minute to get into hold and everything and so i think that's that's making the theme week work for you mm. um and like their sort of chemistry was it had that different like aggressive vibe um and it was really good and i didn't think he fell over i thought it was like an acting choice he loves falling <laughs> over to believe yeah I, I thought it was an acting choice. This is me going full Will Meller stan. <laughs> we all have at I this like, point. Let, let's just admit to ourselves that we all are. I like that Wardrobe obviously had a lot of fun making the sort of formal policewoman dress. With it was really skirts. sexy though. It was really nice. She it looked was great really with pretty. the sparkly skirt. So nice. The puffball dress, the puffball skirt was gorgeous. I want it for Halloween. And is there any more that's not just incoherent lost noises um, no, no. for this section? It was a very good comeback, given that he was so unwell this um, last week. I mean, giving him a Viennese was great. And yeah, just, just had more ham and more cheese than across the panini, I think. And I loved every second of it. <laughs> The cost of panini of AC12. <laughs> Urgent exit required. 
dancing a cha-cha-cha and winning gold, silver and bronze in sports-related faffing about. It's Tony Adams and his partner Katya. <laughs> oh, what a mess. My, my what a glorious <laughs> She could have given him more cha-cha, but I think she was so happy with all of the silly sports-related faffing. She was so... Um, she Jeff Goldblumed her way into that not being as strong a routine as it could have been. The fact she got swimming in now. <laughs> yes, with the sheets. Oh my god. It was god. quite impressive. <gasps> it was very good. I love the way it was just like it's what one sport have we covered? Like... Quick tennis. <laughs> I I would be tempted to uh, act strictly on Twitter and ask if we can have the wide angle showing uh, the excellent work of the stage team making that r- routine happen. Mm. Mm. Because my, my I'm favorite. interested in things like that. Elliot. I think my favourite part is when you see her like running like for the tennis but you see her like nodding with like you see her just kind of, like cut the tennis racket now. <laughs> like you see a little like gesture to the stage and like now throw it. <laughs> and it, like I don't yeah. understand like why the judges like why Anton got so snarky about this as well. Because there was a moment where he went off time, but he realised so he got himself back on time. And when obviously when Tony mentioned about New Yorker, Anton sort of rocked back and went, Oh, was it? But then when you go back and watch it, when he does that New Yorker, his his technique in that with his feet, it's pretty much spot on. Like, his back foot is really turned it out. His front foot is correct. Like, so he's put the work in as well. But, like, Anton is just almost, like, dismissing this chatter as, like, oh, it's just a bunch of faffing about, wasn't it? You didn't do any chatter in there. I just want to say, Anton, that's the basis of your strictly 20 years, though. I just think he felt yeah. a bit upstaged by Tony Adams in a chatter. Well, like the cha-cha content that was in between all of the crazy stunts was recognisably cha-cha, which is not something that we've been able to see for every cha-cha this year. Yeah. Um, And I think that he is improving, but the show will not allow him to have an improver's arc. No. Yeah. And this is where Emily would go off on one um, about how... Uh, like it's unfair uh, that they're treating Tony like this. Yeah, I and think I he's had a bit of an yeah. ordeal. I am glad that he didn't go out in that jumper, though. He's going to have an arc t- until at least week six, though. And I feel that yeah, but he they, brings... they, yeah, they're giving him like duffer stuff when he is getting better every yeah. week at like quite a pace. Yeah, I know what you mean, because for them, I don't think he's going to be more than a personality contestant. But in this particular series, I actually think we need him for that, because with the greatest respect, there's not like huge personalities on this season now that Jade has gone. Yeah, and like I feel like the show needs Tony's yes. like energy mm. um, and also the the dance stuff that Katya is bringing to it. And it would be a poorer series if they uh, didn't make it much further. He's for sure bringing in like a demographic of viewer that um, would probably tune out otherwise. Yeah. Like I expect all the football podcasts to be full of it about uh, like how much they enjoyed the grandstand routine. Like I don't think he can really top the full Monty stuff, but I I think that demographic will have enjoyed the grandstand call out. Uh, Tony and Katya swim, badminton, run and row on. Hurrah. Dancing the quick step and bringing the Strictly Come Dancing meta theme to a close like an Ouroboros or perhaps a pretzel. It's Kim Marsh and her partner Graziano. <laughs> I didn't appreciate um, the shoehorning of memorability for Kim in this. It's like, So we're going to cut away to Angela Rippon, do the VT. Back to Angela Rippon introducing this now, and she wasn't come dancing. And then do the routine. It's like, how much do you want? Oh, and we're closing the show with her. It's like, how desperate are you to try and make us remember her this week? I don't think it was. I don't think it was that way around. I think closing the strictly BBC One Hundred show with um, come dancing was always going to be penciled in. And it just went to whoever was didn't have a strong association. I gotta say, I don't associate boring blitz with 
come dancing. It's got the word ballroom in the song title, so. No, I mean, it should probably have been like a James last arrangement of ballroom's bliss. Uh, bliss, yeah. Um, but there were quite a few sort of nerdy competition dance things going on, like Graziano toying with his shoe brush and mm. the mm-hmm. this very specific shape of Kim's dress and the hair ornament. Um, so, like, I think I can tell that the show enjoyed working on this routine, mm. but it's a shame that Kim's not into it. Yeah, the whole styling was very traditional yeah, Apart, apart from like the width of that skirt from Kim, I mean, which just tries to help her get through any narrow door frame. The rest of it was very say dancing. <laughs> it's also just when Kim said, "Oh, it's like the old version of Strictly." No, Kim. These were uh, official yeah. professional dancers who were competing in official competitions that were televised by the BBC. As Shirley stated, as she did when she was seventeen. You sound as upset by this as I was upset by the loose attitude to canon in the Doctor Who routine, and the, I was, uh, I was and very how upset. upset. We all were. I, how upset I, we all were by the Eurovisionness of the Eurovision routine. That, that's about right. But yeah, it's just it's just a shame that Kim wasn't fully invested in this routine because you can see this was this was set up to be like a blockbuster of a finish, and it just wasn't. Yeah, the fact that the loving reference to the past of the show's past ended up being a slightly eh, 27 Eh. scoring routine was this like this theme week in a nutshell. I can't believe that scored less than Jade and Karen. I, I thought it was okay, but I think maybe it was just the public seemed to like Jade and Karen more. I don't know the the well the, the judges like them more rather. It, Kim just seems fed up with the whole situation. Oh yeah, totally. Oh, yeah, I think you also kind of always get a bottom two bounce. So I wouldn't mm. be surprised if she was yeah. bouncing the bottom two next week. The thing with bounces is you continue to bounce. Oh, I hope she doesn't go out painted green or something. Oh. Yes. Um, right. So, right, this is going to be hard this week. Would anybody like to start me off for a frock of the week, Meg? Oh, good God. Reboot. Reboot out of cheese error. Test <laughs> Meg.exe has stopped responding. Um, probably uh, uh, Yavita. Retry, retry, retry. <laughs> yeah, she was wearing a nice dress-themed dress, <laughs> Elliot. Yeah, plans out for Yavita. That dress is gorgeous. Okay, Ariadne. I really liked Kim's. Yeah, it was cute. It had that eighties peach and the lovely yeah, that... shape, Vicky. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Katya. I thought it was simple, but kind of sexy and effective. It it was giving me Tennis Girl poster vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ganel. <laughs> AJ. Um, I, I think I'm going to go with Kim as well, just for froofy pink goodness. Okay, that gives me the casting vote. And like Shirley, I'm going to make a wild and random decision of Kim, uh, because I don't think she's going to get many more chances at Frock of the Week. So Kim's lovely uh, peach cupcake-shaped him to 80s ballroom. Frock of the Week. I think the thing that most surprised me uh, when they showed the clip from Come Dancing was that it was still going in, like, 91, 92... I thought what? it finished in the eighties, but it yeah, it finished in the early nineties. Um, they ran for quite a long time. Wasn't it on like really late in the evening before it got cancelled, like midnight, one in the morning? Yeah, I was gonna say it must have been. It must have been like just before they switched to like Open University or something. Hmm. <laughs> It would be nice to have something like that on BBC Four. Or even like Quest, where they show quite a lot of snooker and darts. I would like to add 
competition ballroom to my relaxing TV rotation. Anyway, um, that was us celebrating, strictly celebrating 100 years of the BBC, and thankfully we don't have to do it again in a hurry. <laughs> Thank God for that. Um, we just have to don some unlikely costumes, some cursed wigs, and put a little bowl of sweets out for Craig. Uh, because next week, it's Halloween, and we're going to get all spooky. But until then, I'd like to say good night, Meg. Good night. Good night, Elliot. Good night. Good night, Ariadne. Good night. Good night, Vicky. Good night. Good night, AJ. Good night. And good night to all of you at home. Keep dancing. <laughs> <laughs>